Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. My name's Ashley Brandt. And this is Brooke Marine. And we are here today to give you a special IRL news version of the podcast. Because um, a couple big things happened. IRL, not so much on the show, which... To be honest, I'm not completely caught up right now because life is crazy because the IRL news has been taking over my entire life, right? It really has. They, you know, nothing was happening while the show was off the air and now that the show is back on the air, IRL news is just popping off. First of it all, really is. big ticket item, Pepsi-gate. That's number one. <laughs> I, how do we, how do we, okay. So in, in case you haven't seen it, Google Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad. Pepsi has since taken it down, but I'm sure it's probably still up on the internet. Cause the internet never forgets. It never forgets, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Kendall stars in this Pepsi commercial. She's wearing a blonde wig. I just want to say she does look good. <laughs> That's not the point of this, but I want to get that out the way because I don't want it to sound like I'm like making excuses. She looks really pretty and... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't mind the blonde. Uh, so she's walking around this sort of... Basically, there's police involved and protesters, and Kendall solves saves the day by handing a cop a can of Pepsi, and everyone's happy. And it's just like the most tone-deaf ad of all time, especially, you know, it's the Trump era... There's yep. a new protest every weekend. I can't keep track tax of Tax day protest is happening There's right now. There's one today, tax day protest, and I I didn't know until it was too late. So extremely tone deaf to co-opt uh, the movement for Pepsi. Um, yeah, there's a lot wrong with this mm-hmm. commercial. There's so much wrong. And I almost want to say I do kind of feel bad for Kendall getting involved, but she is an adult and she could have said no. Absolutely. Uh, so, and TMZ reported t- TMZ reported that she had veto power over the creative of the ad, and just chose not to use it, and like didn't know what was happening until she arrived on set, basically. Yeah. So, mm, Kendall, I don't want you to get dragged. The thing about Kendall is that I've always been like, I don't like when people try to drag her because she literally does nothing. Like she's comparatively she's maybe one of the more boring ones absolutely and i like that about her i like that she was drama free she maybe actually in my opinion has some of the best style because it seems naturally hers yes Um, she's pretty she's not a bad model like i don't know i like her (laughs) a lot but this commercial is so bad and the memes she should have known oh yeah it's a huge misstep for her career she debuted um the cover of the 150th anniversary edition of harper's bazaar this week and everyone is still talking about pepsi gate and we're going to be talking about pepsi gate for a long time to come they're still dragging her can you imagine if the pepsi commercial wasn't tone deaf and if she had actually i don't know had some sort of gave some sort of input that actually made it a good commercial like an inoffensive commercial that maybe had a, a legitimate message her harper's bazaar the reception to her harper's cover would have been what they clearly were hoping i mean clearly they were like we're gonna drop this commercial it's gonna be great people are gonna be like yay she's woke uh and then she's on the cover of the magazine and everyone's gonna buy it that's not what happened because this this commercial is the opposite of woke well it's it's 
it's fake woke. Also, you can't be a woke capitalist organization. It's just impossible. But mm-hmm. IDK, IDK. It's complicated. It is. It is. There's so much wrong with that commercial. And that's why we're going to just keep dissecting it in popular collective consciousness. I mean, it says so much. It's like, if you watch Mad Men, clearly you probably love this. It's like... Yes, that's exactly what I thought of. They were trying mm-hmm. to do their share a Coke with the world commercial. Mm-hmm. And Which, sure, in 1971 or whatever, that was also probably just as tone deaf. But my point is that I always find it fascinating to look at advertisements because they sort of reflect... And the same thing, you know, you look at reality TV, advertisements, whatever. They reflect what people find valuable um, Mm -hmm. ideologically and also materially. And this was a bunch of people in a room wearing suits that are like, you know what? It would probably be a great idea if we had Kendall Jenner. She's like a popular Kardashian. She's the least offensive one. She's boring. (laughs) We'll put her in there. She's walking around. She sees this protest going on. She saves the day by handing the officer a Pepsi, and then everyone's happy. That literally was must have been the treatment for that video. And I, oh yeah, I just really don't know how in 2017, after all of after the women's march, after Trump being elected just in the first place, and all of the immediate post-election protests, um, after the Black Lives Matter movement has really you know taken off, how how could you sit in a boardroom and be like? Yeah, this is great. This is great. We're not going to be dragged at all for doing this. Like, oh my god, seriously, you didn't expect people to react this way? I don't know. And what's even more mind-boggling is like it would still be like an awful pandering, like ineffective commercial if like the cops handed the protesters the Pepsi's to like mm. bridge that gap and like absolve themselves of the sins of the police state. But instead, it's like oh, the protesters are like somehow in the wrong and have to like i don't know make the i don't really know what they're doing but something about the gesture going from like a protest movement even if all of the signs just say join the conversation even the gesture going from the protesters to the cops like really that's some blue lives matter shit it is it leaves such a sour taste in your mouth much Mm -hmm. like pepsi just kidding i really (laughs) you know i mean I'll I'll say it. I've always preferred Coke to Pepsi, but I don't even really drink soda that much, so I hadn't thought about that in years. And yeah, Pepsi just gave Coke like a couple million dollars. <laughs> like more than that. <laughs> they gave their biggest competitor <laughs> millions of dollars by doing this. Um I just, you know, I just want to tell them like stay away from talking about political shit in your commercials because there's no ethical consumption uh under capitalism to begin with something we're all gonna have to deal with until the day we die second of all coke is doing such a better job of i think right now their slogan is is like the gist behind it is it's like coke goes great with everything and it's like if you're gonna eat something if you're gonna eat a cheeseburger yeah coke was gonna coke is gonna go great with it and like it's true First of all, it's true. So <laughs> second of all, um, and, and it reminds me of the like Mad Men Heinz campaign. You're where so it's right. Just, like, 
past the hinds. You know, it's about marrying flavors together mm-hmm. and making people see an advertisement or they see it and then they make an association in their brain. And so now exactly. not only do you have people who, you know, they see a Coke commercial and they see Coke and they're like, oh, yeah, I want a Coca-Cola. It's not just that. They see a cheeseburger and they're like, you know what? I actually want a Coca-Cola too. A cheeseburger could be coming from anywhere. It could be from McDonald's. It could be homemade. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's – if you're a food – company or whatever that's what you should be doing focus on just stay in your lane stay in your lane and like in these times all we want to do is not all but a lot of what we want is to be distracted and to like escape into some capitalist comfort fantasies Mm -hmm. serve me that and i will respond to it i can tell you thank you thank you thank you (laughs) a coke would go great with that fantasy but it's so true, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. I'm just in awe that someone really didn't say, hey, 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 wait a minute. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. This doesn't seem like such a great idea. Like, they have to test these things before they run them, right? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really wishing I had a Coca-Cola right now. This podcast is not sponsored by literally anything. But you know what? But it could be. It could be. And I recently went back and I, I rediscovered the 1993 Always Coca-Cola um, ad. Bring back jingles. I want yes. some bops. When I'm – I like, the, right now, the only jingle that I can really think of is McDonald's. I'm loving it. And they barely play that anymore. Oh, yeah, I was going to say I haven't heard that in years. And so I'm, I'm you know – I really, I miss a jingle. I miss jingles. I miss TV theme songs. Nostalgia sells. Why am I giving these people my free ideas? First of all, hire me. Second of all, I don't know. Maybe hire a group of consultants to tell you when your ads are socially and politically tone deaf. I don't know. Pepsi, you can have that one for free. It's free. You can have it. The rest, though, you're, I'm going to have to charge. Yeah. <laughs> Get in contact with us on Twitter at the K-Hole Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you fix your brand. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, no, this is, once again, I mean, Mama Chris is going to do what she does best, and she's going to damage, she's going to control this damage, and I'm sure mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about this ad for the rest of the year probably it's kind of cool when you think about it it's going to go down in history as something that caused a huge it's going to be on some kind of vh1 top 100 blunders of Mm -hmm. the trump presidency list exactly but i will say um i have a feeling that chris is going to do she's going to work her magic and kendall is going to be slowly erased out of the narrative like i'm sure yeah. 10 to 15 years from now people are gonna f- not forget that kendall jenner was involved but they'll probably just be like oh yeah that kendall model whatever like i really think the blame is the blame is so hard on pepsi right now and pepsi even said in their statement that they were sorry for putting kendall in this position which makes me think she's got <laughs> someone in her corner oh, strong arming yeah. pepsi <laughs> Yeah, so Kendall's career is going to be fine. Um, Chris is going to make sure of that. Mm-hmm. And, I think she'll uh, stick with some high fashion couture brands for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then we'll see more her. More Fendi. Re- yes. More Fendi, and less then, And then we'll see her doing like a household brand in like another year or so when the association Ooh, yeah. is not as strong. Wouldn't it be? I, I feel like 
well, see, I don't really know what her passions are. She doesn't really cook. Because if she did, I could see her doing, like, cookbook-type stuff. Like, I could see her going the Chrissy Teigen route. I don't think she has enough perso- personality to go the t- Chrissy Teigen route. Wow, I don't know why that was so hard. Sure, to sure, no. But I kind of felt like maybe she'd do, like, a, a cookbook or something. You know, for, like, young people who don't really, like... Oh, yeah. Actually. But Kylie's the one who actually... She cooks. And you know what? That reminds me. We're going to see so much more of Kylie and her friends. Uh, because... She just got her own reality show. And, and we, we called it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you heard it here first. You it's heard it here be, first about a year ago. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a show dedicated to Kylie's business, not her personal life. Although, shouts out to her for finally breaking up with Tyga. Not finally. Once again, breaking up with Tyga. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, here's the thing. I will watch... A few episodes of it i don't think it'll be compelling enough it'll be more compelling than robin china mm-hmm. more compelling than i am kate i also want to see you know i want some harry hudson i want some jordan woods <laughs> i for whatever reason i just i love dissecting their friendship and their relationships um as friends yeah, I, I think I, I, I think they I should know. avoid going the way of Dash Dolls and trying to be like, you've never heard of these people before, but now get invested in their interpersonal problems. Instead, serve up mm-hmm. the people on Kylie's Snap. Just make it Kylie's Snap in an office environment, and I yes. think you've got a winning product here. Yes, I completely agree. And if they do that, it'll be fine. She's got enough fans. She just, you know, Kim yeah. just dropped new merch. Kylie has merch. I want to know the behind the scenes thing. Absolutely. You know, like, I I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to be in the creative boardroom exactly. while these decisions are being made about what their merch is going to be because it's yes. clever, cute stuff. Like I have to admit, they've got I think some smart people see, working. Yeah. I think we're going to see Kim cameos. I think she's going to come in and give her opinion on some of Kylie's merch. Um, I don't know that any other sister is going to do that. But I think that those two brands are so strong that it would be a huge loss if Kylie didn't also kind of leverage the Kimoji mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't want. I don't care about Kylie's love life. I actually want her to be single for like the next five years. I think yeah, it would be really she's powerful 19. if she could just allow herself to be a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like just like be single. Like you don't. Where does this come from? I don't understand because it's like you have role models. Your sisters are role models. They each have their own uh, specific types of relationship to men. Like Courtney and Scott have their a very specific kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Chloe is the one who has another very specific type of relationship. Ooh, yes. Kim also has another. Chris, it's like, I don't know. And Kendall, well, we don't know. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. You have enough you have options here like but like as a young woman it's so easy to fall into that patriarchal narrative that your worth is defined by your relationships to men and that being in a relationship with a man is what validates you and your femininity but now that she's like shaping the image of femininity i hope that she can just shed his (laughs) loser deadbeat self and we never have to hear about him again yeah 
because I'm really over this. And then, you know what? If she wants to get partnered up, coupled up later, please let it be with, like, a smart <laughs> business person mm-hmm. who... Someone who's going to elevate her brand. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yes. Um, she doesn't need to be the one elevating other people's brands all the exactly. time. Exactly. Share I mean, some of the responsibility. Major question I have is, like, how is Tyga going to pay child support without Kylie to be his sugar mama? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I don't know. And, I, and I'm so sick of hearing about him and then we have the black china thing and like she her application (laughs) to trademark the kardashian name was rejected which isn't entirely surprising but i'm just so over hearing about yeah i don't know how they're gonna handle that because the sisters came out and said that that they weren't really trying to block the trademark in some way or they said it was just like a snafu where they're law office they have on retainer just slaps down any kind of trademark that you know tries to infringe on the kardashian name but ultimately like they went through with it and i don't know if they're ever gonna address it i feel like china is gonna address it yeah she's definitely gonna address it and like we're gonna have to hear about this and i just ugh, i don't care i really don't i thought Mm-mm. you know i had higher hopes for china's position in this dynasty she let us down rob let us down Chris is still coming out on top. So, like, I don't... <laughs> she always does. She always does. Wow. I think I, she'll take Dream with her. I feel like she does love all of her grandchildren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She loves Rob for reasons that are very unclear to me. Her baby boy. He's her only boy. I don't know. Mama's boy. Truly. It's... I don't know. I'm... <sighs> to go from the robbery to all this... There's just too much to unpack. I don't even have fully formed thoughts on everything because I get so overwhelmed. And I and it's crazy how they orchestrate this to happen when their show is on. When their show is off the air, it's like so boring. Like they'll have yeah. one major thing happen. When it's on air, it's like six things are happening with this family IRL. Yep. And then you've got like episodes to catch up on and it's just like oh it's a lot but it's really smart i think to concentrate it like that and give you know the family a couple of months at a time where they don't have to be promoting the show making appearances things happen that are outside of their control like courtney and scott breaking up uh over the summer was not happening while the show was airing um but at the same time like they really do save their personal drama for when the show is on the air they're they're masters at what they do i have to give them that i how is this going to go down in the history books and i i don't even i don't know i'm still thinking about the pepsi thing i'm thinking that i should probably tell listeners that if you want like a full i don't know breakdown of why it's wrong if you're someone who's confused still just give it a little google there's like 500 think pieces about this i'm actually they really truly are i I maybe read about three of them, and I was like, okay, that's enough, because they're all saying the same thing. Uh, It's just bad. It's in bad taste, bad form. Pepsi should have known better. Kendall and Chris should have known better. Um, It's wild to me that in 2017, you know, nearly 50 years, holy shit, 1971 was almost 50 years ago. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, 
Oh, sorry, that just uh, the felt my age for a second. is crazy. <laughs> I, I felt my age. I was not born in the 70s, but... Um, Brooke is secretly 55. <laughs> I, hey. Um, yeah, I wasn't born then, but uh, I wasn't born long after, so <laughs> that's really concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you have thoughts on the Pepsi-Gate controversy that you feel haven't been addressed like by anyone, let us know. We always want to hear them. If you have thoughts on kendall ever appearing in any commercial ever again or what sort of public appearances they're gonna do after this if you have thoughts on uh i don't know chloe kim and courtney going to the ix center in cleveland and the rock and roll hall of fame two places that i have been to Ooh, i have not been to either the ix center it's like an indoor sort of like carnival type place i remember i went there and i was little and they had a really good ice cream but it was probably just like regular soft serve it's just like when you're eight all ice cream are the things you remember yeah <laughs> um and the rock and roll hall of fame which is a great great museum and i think everyone should go there at least once but um yeah some they ohio all recently landmarks? went there some ohio landmarks i'm just listen i'm just plugging it for the midwest okay i'm originally from the midwest ashley's from the midwest at heart, we are Midwesterners. Like truly, honestly, I, you know what? I've been trying to to shed it to shed it since I was ten, and I moved to the East Coast. But you know what? I might end up back in the Midwest in my in my old age. I just it's it's hard to tell. My point is, Chloe Kardashian is now an honorary Ohioan, I guess, um, since she's so in love with Tristan. I just. Ooh, they're moving very quickly i but you know that's chloe's style more power to her i suppose that is her style courtney and scott still not together kim still sharing beautiful photos of north and saint on instagram like yes i gotta say every time i see it i'm like you know motherhood doesn't look so bad (laughs) even though she has a million people helping her oh Um, yeah and then but Courtney, she still has time. Oh, I was just gonna say, Kim still has time to go to movie premieres and yes, you know, support, um, you know, philanthropy, philanthropic efforts surrounding uh, raising awareness for the Armenian genocide with Cher, her fellow Armenian and style icon. But Kim and Cher, that's such an iconic duo. When will your faves? Like, I actually, I think that's actually really cool. I, I would. Um, I'd love to see a Cher Kim interview. Absolutely. I would love to see Kim get Cher into the emoji merch game, actually. Oh, yeah. She should really help her with that because Cher loves emoji. We know this. We know. Yeah, and everyone loves Cher's Twitter. Mm-hmm. So seems like a match made in heaven. It really does. I haven't seen this movie about the Armenian genocide. I don't really know what it's about. But once again, I'm glad Kim is raising awareness. Um, I think it is important. She has, this is like her one thing, you know, her one like philanthropic. Her whatever. big cause. Her big cause. It's we close to her heart. One. It's close to her heart because she's Armenian. Um, in case you couldn't, in case you didn't know by now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Celebs always have at least one. And this is a, this is a good one for her. 
I agree. I agree. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see some more of those appearances and more of those philanthropic efforts as the year unfolds and as we await Kylie's new show, because I'm certainly not waiting for season two of Robin China. No, I will not watch that. I absolutely can't. I could barely make it through season one. I'm surprised that I did. I, I, I really don't know what to say. I don't know. What it to would say. just be the recycling of those same old storylines. Rob disappears. Rob wants to get his shit together. China wishes Rob would get his shit together, and Rob is upset by that. That's it. Yeah, that is their exactly. story. I mean, it's the same thing with I am Kate. It's boring. Apparently, Ellen and Kate don't get along. So for I Ellen know. to not like you, you really must have fucked up. I got okay, say. but what Caitlin was saying is that Ellen calling Caitlin out because Caitlin didn't support marriage equality alienated Caitlin from the rest of the LGBTQ community. And it's like, girl, that is literally the least like controversial, interesting issue going on in the LGBTQ community. Agreed. It is just assumed that you think other LGBTQ people should be able to like participate in the heteropatriarchal institution of marriage Go off. if you can't even get behind that like who wants you none of us <laughs> <laughs> go off um yeah what she said <laughs> no it's it's i don't know caitlin is so not interesting at all for me to mm-hmm. as a as a public figure i'm just like no pass board she really could get some better people behind her brand but that's not a choice that she's making and until she makes that choice until her and chris bury the hatchet and chris realizes that their fates are kind of loosely tied together i don't you know she's not gonna drag caitlin down but i think they could both benefit from caitlin having a better brand anyway until that day comes i'm not super interested in caitlin jenner sure yeah i mean we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes i don't know we haven't heard from kanye in a while let's keep but it the that episode way airing the episode airing tomorrow is going to be about kanye's breakdown oh great so we'll have a lot to discuss very soon i hope he's doing well i hope this silence is you know a good thing I mean, he released a line of chains, Yeezy chains, and they cost between fifteen hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. So. Okay, so he still lost his mind. Uh, great. He was on Drake's album. That's cool. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with how things are turning out right now. It's kind of nice when he's not being too loud. I hope he's just in the studio. He needs to go to Hawaii and give us my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Part 2 Agreed. IMO. Oh my god. And then retire, kind of, you know? Yeah. Give us Hang, a 10-year like, break. Be like a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. Raise your that kids. Would be Honestly, pull a Frank Ocean, you know? Yes. Give yourself some time and space. Like, you gotta recuperate when you're going all out at these insane... Uh, complex performances world tours like that can't be healthy yeah but this is the time because the last time he made the last time he went away and then came away with something great that completely redeemed his image it was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy so and we love i think if he can if he can get himself back into that mindset i will be ready to embrace his comeback with open arms i mean 
I say that as though I'm not ready to embrace his comeback whenever it comes, but <laughs> that is that is the ideal and that is what I hope for for him and for Kim. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you have any thoughts on your favorite Kanye album, if you want to fight us on this, I'm always I always love to rank those albums and talk that out with fellow fans. So if you're if if that's something you're interested in, please drop us a line. You know where to find us. Yeah. We're at the K Hole Podcast on Twitter. Uh, or, you know, our personal Twitter is mine is at BRKMRN. Ashley is... At Ashley Brandt. Mm-hmm. I'm locked right now, but you can request to follow me <laughs> and I'll prove you. Um, and you can also listen to Twin Peaks Peaks. We have a new episode coming out. I'm not producing it, so I don't know when the hell that's coming out. I just know we recorded it and we are ready uh, to start covering the new season as soon as it airs on May 21st. Yeah, I mean... Just keep following us on the internet, friends. Yeah. Rate us, subscribe, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're happy you're listening. Thank you for tuning in to this IRL-specific episode. I hope that uh, this is like a nice break from what we usually do, and I hope that this helps tie any loose ends together if we answered any questions you were having about what the hell is going on with this dynasty. You know, let us know once again if you have any questions. Uh, this has been the K-Hole. Don't be fucking rude.